Welcome in to the Fantasy Football Fathers, where only one of us is an actual father and none of us are priests. I'm your host, James Dreer. I'm joined by the two co-hosts. Uh, to my right, Tyler Big Herbie Herbach. What's up? And Trey, Mr. Scott Jose himself. <laughs> What's crapping? I feel like I say your guys' names different every time. <laughs> yeah. But that's all right. Today we're talking free agents. You want to give them my social, too? Social security, <laughs> email, first, last, middle, and free agents. <laughs> all right, free agents, let's go. <laughs> so today we're talking free agents. Uh most of the key guys that uh, are more fantasy relevant, worth talking about. There's a ton of wide receivers we know, not a lot of running backs, but uh, we'll go through some of the key guys and our favorite spots for them and their fantasy impact. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's start at the running backs. Aaron Jones, it pains me to say, but the Packers will not be using their franchise tag on running back Aaron Jones. So he will be an unrestricted free agent. Um, yeah, it sucks, but uh, for fantasy purposes, it's pretty exciting. Tyler, where do you think he's going to go? Um, so or where would you like him to go? I have kind of. I think it works best for the play. I think it works great for the player, the team, and the plus there's cap space involved here for this one specifically to make this happen. I would like him going to the Miami Dolphins. You already have a good young team. They have one of the, you know, the top five pick in the draft. You have Tua. We'll hopefully continue to get better, but you know they're certainly seeming to be riding with Tua going forward. So you got to put weapons around him. Aaron Jones giving him a steady presence in the backfield opens up this offense, I think. Um, plus, I also think they're going to use that third overall pick on one of the top receivers in the draft. To, you know, then you have an offense that's going to blow things up, I believe. Um, so, yeah, I like the, the Dolphins, but I do have to say this too. I think Aaron Jones is a top 10 running back in fantasy next year, regardless what team he lands on. Wow. Even if he goes to the Jets? Even goes to the Jets. <laughs> He'll be the only thing on offense. That's where I think he's going. But um, Trey, what do you think? I like that Miami one right there. Cause, uh, last season, they were uh, had a top 15 rushing attack. Mm-hmm. What with Miles um, Gaskin? Miles Gaskin, and they had that dude behind him that they liked a little bit, like Salnave or something. He has yeah, crazy that name. Yeah. yeah, either way, he's not fantasy relevant, so we're not going to bring him up. But I like that one. I would prefer if Aaron Jones went to the Atlanta Falcons. They got a new coach in town, former offensive coordinator from the Titans, Arthur Smith. I honestly don't know who... Anything about him, I just know he was the offensive corner for the Titans, and they had a great rushing attack. Aaron Jones is a hard-nosed guy, runs the ball well. I think it would be a good fit for him. They need a good running back. They haven't – I mean, when's the last time they had a real solid guy? Monte yeah. Freeman had a decent season a couple years ago, but – He was the last, like, good guy. Like, he had a stretch of, like, three seasons in a row who, he, where he was a top ten back. Yeah. So, yeah. But that was probably, what, four years ago now? Yeah, either four or five because I took him the year after, and I – <laughs> regretted it for sure yeah so i would i'd like him to go to the falcons um I, I keep seeing the jets pop up really for all of these names yeah i mean you could pretty much put anyone on the jets <laughs> yeah and they got the new coach robert sala or sala is it sala Sol- i think it's sala yeah okay yeah and he seems like a kind of guy that would like to get a hard-nosed running back in there and hopefully change the culture it looks like that's what he's doing yeah, so but that could I, be interesting. You know, for fantasy purposes, I hope he doesn't go to the Jets because I think that's where he's going to have his hardest time, you know, producing. 
because I think it's going to take a couple of years to clean out the the stink that was left behind, you know. So, um, yeah, for me, I think a sneaky favorite would be the Arizona Cardinals. <clears throat> um, they got $21 million, according to sportjack.com, on their cap right now, currently. Uh, so they have the money there to make a play. Whether it'll be enough or not, I'm not sure, but um, Kenyon Drake expected to not be back unless they resign him, of course. But um, I mean, I think that would just completely complete their offense yeah. and their team as a whole, and would be the perfect scheme fit with uh, Kyler and uh, and Cliff Kingsbury. So I like that's a kind of a sneaky fantasy favorite for me. JJ Watt, yeah. Yeah, sent out a couple tweets. <laughs> you know, I think that puts them into Super Bowl contention. Honestly, I mean they they have some work to do on the line, but yeah, um, and on defense, and on defense, but so maybe not. Maybe they have too many holes. Actually, now that I think about but it, but they're on the right track. I mean, it yeah. certainly could. I, I mean, all everything that's going to happen with Arizona is all going to be reliant on Kyler Murray still taking more steps to you know become an elite quarterback in the league. Yeah. All right, well, uh, let's move on to our next running back. Uh, Chris Carson, formerly of the Seattle Seahawks, not expected to return. Trey, you got a you got a favorite place for old big old Chris Carson? Yeah, I like the Pittsburgh Steelers. That was mine. Yeah, I like the Steelers. <laughs> hey, we we can all be on the same team here. I I, I got a huge thing like. I got a man crush on Chris Carson. I, I just can't get, like, I don't know why everyone, like, where, where's the love for Chris Carson? Where is it? Okay, everyone says he's got a fumbling problem. Last year, he didn't even fumble the ball. You know, he does. He had one, it was two years ago, he, he fumbled seven times. He had never fumbled once into his career up to that point, including college. He had, like, one bad year on fumbling. I'm not sure what happened there. So but Seahawks insider there. Yes. He, he knows more than I do. So I, don't, I don't understand where the hate's coming from Chris Carson. Uh, Irby's seen well, him, injury, you know. right? I mean, staying healthy is yeah. a big concern. It has been, yeah. And that's, I think, why anyone would hesitate to give him a big contract because uh, is he going to stay on the field? He's a big bruising running back, but he gets hurt. So, but uh, I'm in agreement with Trey. I think Pittsburgh is the perfect fit for him. Just the scheme and the, the mentality, you know, uh, their identity as a team and Pittsburgh finished, I think last in the league in yards per game, rushing yards per game last year. So <laughs> they could use a boost. Uh, you think Benny Snell is going to be better than him? No, <laughs> I, no, no, Benny Snell. No, I think he'd look great in, on the Steelers. Yeah. The issue with Pittsburgh is they're in a pretty shitty cap situation right now. Yeah. They, are they? Let's, uh, I mean, they just restructured big Ben's deal to, to, you know, save them some. Oh but... yeah. They're kind of in cap hell, aren't they? Yeah. Oh yeah, they are. <laughs> well, so yeah. that'll be tough. They're gonna and then and they have a bunch of their own free agents that they have to try to resign. True. Um. So they're. I mean, Pittsburgh's gonna be in. It'd be a good fit, but maybe not realistic. Right. Well, we do have to keep in mind there's another week until free agency starts. There's a lot of moves that could be made oh, just yeah. just in the last four days. The Raiders opened up a bunch of cap space by yeah. just releasing four guys. You know. Yeah. So I mean, who knows if, if the Steelers got something in, in the works. True. Maybe they're just trying to field like trade calls or something right now, and if not, they're just going to start cutting people loose. You know, this yeah. next week's going to be real interesting. Everyone does have to keep that in mind. We are doing this a week before free agency starts, so yeah, things are going to change a lot after oh, this podcast. A, a ton. Um, I personally, I like Chris Carson going to Buffalo. 
I'm honestly not even sure what their cap situation is. I don't think it's terrible. It's probably tight. Uh, but they need, I mean, it was very clear last year, they needed a good running back and a good running game. You add Chris Carson to this offense, I think you put the Bills on the same plane as the Chiefs in the AFC. Yeah, I, I would agree. I don't think um, I don't think Zach Moss is going to cut it um, as a you know above average NFL running back. I don't think he's <laughs> that good. Uh, we were kind of waiting for him to take over that that lead role in Buffalo all year, and it just never happened. And Devin Singletary, I think we know what we have there, right? So he's I your mean, third down back. Like, yeah, that's what he is. And so yeah, that would be a big bump, um, and I think really complete their running back room. Uh, any other thoughts on Chris Carson, Trey? Give my man some love. Okay, he's <laughs> going to go somewhere and he's going to kill it. You think Aaron Jones is going to be top 10 wherever he goes? If Chris Carson gets in a good situation, he's going to be top 10. It's true. I mean, he's top 10 when he's healthy, like he was with the Seahawks. The one year he had, like, he actually played all 16 games, he was the easy top 10. Well, with, well, you guys brought up the whole injury thing, and I, I was looking at his games played. He definitely has missed games, but it, it's nothing. I mean, he's not like a Will Fuller type guy. He played, yeah. played 14 games in 2018, played 15 in 2019, and 12 last year. Well, that just goes to show he's never played a full season of football. But still, yeah. I mean, that's a lot of games. He tends 15, to get those but... kind of like nagging injuries, like a hamstring yeah. that just doesn't ever really go away. Right. Yeah, I can see that. Well, hopefully that'll lower his price a little bit then, and then the Steelers can work something out. Yeah. Um, yeah, so our, our final running back that we really felt, you know, was worth mentioning at this point in, in time, uh, Kenyon Drake, formerly of the Arizona Cardinals, um, not expected to be back, unrestricted free agent. What do we got? Uh, where do we like Kenyon Drake going? Trey, we'll start with you. I, it's hard to imagine. Honestly, I I went with the Seahawks. Kenyon Drake's kind of an, an anomaly in himself. He's he's good enough to be a starter, but he's not flashy. There's nothing like really impressive when you watch him play, you know. But uh, it seems like Seattle is still somewhat invested in Rashad Penny, right? So they're going to be using using a little bit of a committee, and that's where Kenyon Drake seemed to flourish is when he doesn't have to shoulder the whole workload. So I, I think I think it could work with the Seahawks. Um. He's someone I could see staying around or just completely falling off the face of the earth this offseason. You know, if, if he goes to a decent situation, he'll, he'll be serviceable. He could be flex guy. Um, and if he goes to the wrong situation, he, he's not even going to be rostered probably. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm with you in terms of him needing to be a committee back. I don't think he'll ever really be a true number one back. Um, and so really, realistically, you are looking to him if you are playing him as more likely a flex position play, not even so much of a running back too. Um, that's why I see him going to the Chargers and making a good one-two punch with Austin Eckler down there. That's a lot better than my take. <laughs> Honestly, I, it, it just it seems like a better fit. It definitely does. Yeah, you know, I, I would say for me, like, I'm kind of in that the, your argument you had for Chris Carson going to Buffalo. That's kind of what I was thinking about Kenyon Drake going to Buffalo. Um, but... Yeah, I you know I don't think Kenyon Drake is can ever really be a featured guy, so uh, I would expect wherever he goes to the team to have another option, definitely some competition for him. 
Um, another spot that just came up on my radar because they have some cap space is the, the Houston Texans, but that's not really fantasy friendly. Um, but they they do have David Johnson, but um, like you're saying, I think Kenny Drake is kind of that counterpunch type of back that could maybe come in and give your team a spark, but maybe not be the featured guy. So well, you brought up a good point, actually bringing in someone bringing him in for competition. The Jaguars have been very open about the fact they want to bring in competition yeah. for James Robinson, and they're number one in cat space. These guys are just rolling in the dough over there. They obviously don't know what to do with it. Apparently, well, I, I expect the Jacksonville Jaguars to make some runs at some receivers. I would imagine for uh, Trevor Lawrence, but you know, like a I don't know, like a top guy. Maybe we should transition to uh, our wide receiver cor- group here. It's a pretty good segue. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, let's start with the top guy, Kenny Galladay. Um, obviously, you know, since um, some of the top guys above him have been placed on franchise tags, uh, like Allen Robinson and um, Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin, thank you. Um, Kenny Galladay is kind of the number one, number one guy now, um, top top dog. Where do you guys like him going? Um, so this isn't very realistic, uh, my pick for this, but man, will this be a brilliant move for probably his career and the team going to the Green Bay Packers? Yeah. I don't think Kenny Galladay is a true number one receiver. Um, I think if he's a really high-end number two receiver, um, similar to like Jarvis Landry in Cleveland. So you put him in that offense with Devontae Adams, all of a sudden you have a second, you actually have a second reliable pass catcher for Aaron Rodgers to throw to. Mm-hmm. I mean, Aaron Rodgers will probably feel like he just won the lottery. <laughs> that, that leads to the, the question that's always there, though, is <clears throat> are the Packers willing to spend the money. Probably not. That's why I said it's unrealistic. <laughs> but and they'd I, have to yeah. make some – they'd really have to, including restructure probably Rodgers to, in order to get that enough cap space, which I don't even know, you know if they did that plus some other things, if they'd have enough still. So, obviously, that's the most fantasy, you know – Salivating. Uh, salivating <laughs> spot, but uh, probably the least likely as well. Yeah. Um, in my opinion, Trey, what do you what do you think? All right, well, I'm gonna, I want to start my uh, my free agent dynasty here. I see <laughs> some some things happening in the works because we got a sneaky man named Bill Belichick behind the curtain, right? I think Kenny Galladay is gonna go to New England, second in cap space. Okay, we're not necessarily sure who's gonna be throwing the ball for him, right? They. Don't have really any weapons. But Nikhil Harry, apparently people are actually reaching out to England right now, uh, inquiring about Heard that. getting Nikhil Harry. Honestly, I feel like yeah. that's surprising. I mean, uh, Kenny Gall, it's just a, a dream uh, destination, I think, for him. If he goes there, they're going to yeah. have the money to pay him. Who's throwing him the ball? We don't we're know getting, we're, we're, we're we, are, we are getting, <laughs> we are going to get to the fact that my, my dynasty is slowly being built. Okay, and this is the first, <laughs> this is the building block here. They have the money to pay him. He is the highest ranked preseason fantasy football wide receiver so it just goes to show that across the board everyone knows this guy has the skills to produce fantasy wise the lowest ranking i even saw for him was like 22nd yeah you know and no one knows where he's even going to be who's throwing the ball right they just know he has the skills to do it and he's fourth in contested catch percentage last season we know he's like a high point guy he can go out one-on-one and get the ball i think he'd be great with the patriots 
Yeah, I mean, for sure, as far as fantasy goes, um, you know, if I would be stoked if he went there and he had someone to throw him the ball. <laughs> hint, hint, maybe someone we talk about in the near future. But um, for me, I think the most favorable spot right now um, is the Indianapolis Colts. I think uh, they got the funds to do it, to make a to make a fair offer. And they're trying to revitalize Carson Wentz, um, bring him back to 2017 form, um, if it's possible. But I think getting a guy like Kenny Galladay on your receiving core really shows Carson Wentz, hey, we're, you know, we're giving you everything we got to, to make this thing work. Um, they're already a solid team. Um, if Carson works out, they could be a Super Bowl contender. Um, you know, Kenny Galladay says he wants to win, but obviously money comes first, you know. Um, and, but they have the money to make the move, and they're, they're more than likely losing T.Y. Hilton. So he would instantaneously be the number one guy, like no question. Um, so it kind of fits all the pieces are there for the puzzle. Um, we'll see if they make the move, but I, I think it would make sense for them for sure. Um, I think that's a really good landing spot for Kenny Galladay, actually. Yeah, I think that's the death of his career. If he has, Car- if he has Car- <laughs> Carson Wentz throwing in the ball. Nelson wow. Aguilar is a perfect example. Nelson Aguilar went from Wentz throwing him the ball, and he was getting 9.3 yards of catch. Then he goes to Las Vegas. Derek Carr gets no love, doubles his yards per catch yeah, on the Raiders. That's okay. not on Wentz. That's on the way Philly used him. Philly put him in the slot for the entirety of his career in Philadelphia, and the they second did. he goes to Las Vegas, Gunner's like, nah, you're going to be on the outside, and he killed it. Car- Speaking of killing, Carson Wentz is going to kill Kenny Galladay's career. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> Yeah, I, you know, we'll see. I, I don't know. If anyone's going to revitalize uh, Carson, it'll be Frank. But Kenny Belichick. There's, He's a lot of, there's a lot of work to be done. Uh, let's move on to the next receiver, Will Fuller. Um, definitely interesting prospect here. I mean, if he could put together a full season, he's, he's one of the elite deep threat receivers uh, in the game right now. Just has to stay healthy. Um what do you guys like, uh, Daniel or Will Fuller? I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> um, well, since you brought up Emmanuel Sanders, the Saints just cut Emmanuel Sanders, so yep. I feel like the Saints would be a really good landing spot. I know, like they're in like the worst cap situation in the NFL, so it's super unlikely that happens. Yep. But as you said, it's all about Will Fuller staying healthy. If you look at the offenses that he's been on, when he's on the field, they are better offensively in every in every game in every season. When he's on the field, the team is better. Yeah, for sure, Trey. Yeah, there's no lie. Like Will Fuller is one of the best receivers in the league when he is healthy. And I, I would like to see him go to the Jaguars. You know, they need someone with that, that deep threat capability, explosive guy. They got LaVisca Chenault, someone that they're trying to game plan heavily for, so that's someone they can keep underneath and have um, have Will Fuller, you know, stretching the field for him. I think that would be a good fit. And obviously, like we brought up, the Jaguars, number one in cap space. They're – they're gonna have fun in this free agency. It seems like. Are we sleeping on DJ Shark down in Jacksonville? Like, <laughs> I love DJ Shark. I had him on my team last year, but he's a. Uh, he just seems like more of a solid, like all-around receiver. You know, he's not gonna break the top off of the defense and right. stuff like that. I mean, he played really well when he had Gardner Minshew throwing the ball, and then once they benched Minshew, his season kind of went went down the drain pretty quickly. Yeah. So hopefully that changes with Trevor Lawrence coming in. Yep, 
Um, yeah, for me, uh, Will Fuller, I, I, you know, I kind of like um, a spot like the New York Giants. They don't have a ton of cap space right now, but they might be able to make some moves. Um, I think if they have any shot of, of uh, Danny Jones there being a, a franchise QB, they got to get him some help and they got to do it quickly. Um, so I kind of like the idea of the Giants, you know, picking up Will Fuller and maybe he takes on kind of a, a number one lead, a number one target guy, you know, for that team. So I think for fantasy purposes, it makes, it would, it would be the most, one of the most friendly spots for him. Uh, cause you know, who's going to take his targets. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll stick with the, I'll stick with the giants. Another spot, maybe the Patriots, if they get a quarterback. Whoever that might be, I like the Giants. I think whoever the Giants, because uh, they are obviously, like, I think they're going after a receiver in free agency. I feel they have to. I mean, yeah, cut, they did cl- cut Golden Tate. I yep. think whoever they pick up, if if they if they're good enough, you should definitely keep an eye on them because the Giants are a, a good team that's getting better. Yeah, I think they took a couple steps back by drafting <laughs> the quarterback that they drafted, but I think it's too early to tell, honestly. Yeah. And Saquon coming back next year. I, I give I, I give know, Danny Jones one more season. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you give him another season. I mean, realistically, you probably gave him two more. Yeah, seasons. you let him play out his rookie deal, but I I haven't seen anything. That I'm, I mean, he's got good speed. Just can't. I mean, but I don't know. He's just <laughs> he gets not tackled consistent. by the wind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> trips over white lines. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll stick with the Giants for Will Fuller. Um. The next receiver on our list, Juju, the TikTok star. Um, what do you guys think for Juju? I I think this one's perfect for the Packers. Okay. Ju- Juju's stock is down, Ooh. and it, well, hey, check it out right here though. Juju coming out of the slot led the NFL in catches and touchdowns. Running out of the slot, throw, throw Juju in the slot for the Packers. You got Devontae Adams, obviously in. Every you know every position moving around, and you have that threat of a, of a consistent guy you need to watch in the slot. There, I think it'd be good for the Packers, and he's not going to ask for nearly as much money as like Kenny Galladay would. True. Yeah, I. God, you know, I would love for the Packers to be able to make a move in free agency, but I mean, we we we're still trying to figure out re-signing Lindsley, our center. I mean. There's there's just a lot of things the Packers got to get figured out, and I don't, I really don't think wide receiver is a priority for them right now. I, I really don't. Well, it never has been. Well, no, obviously <laughs> yeah. not. They haven't really prioritized it ever. But uh, you're talking Corey Lindsley. We got to figure out our, our second cornerback. We got to figure out some linebacker situations. Uh, maybe some help on the defensive line. So yeah, I, there's. There's a lot that needs to be done before the Packers even think about signing a receiver. Now, fantasy-wise, obviously that's that would be awesome. That's what we've been asking for for a long time uh, for Aaron Rodgers, but it's just not realistic. It kind of sucks. You think the Pack would bring in Antonio Brown? No. no. Right. <laughs> I, I, I thought that earlier too. I figured I would ask you guys though because I, I hope – Personally, hope that he just fades into obscurity this offseason, but I was curious what you guys felt about that. I, I don't think they'll bring in any free agent wide receiver. I think they might draft one. There's a couple guys that have been knocked out to him um, that I think would be good picks, but I, I definitely don't think they'll 
making those. And we know how accurate mock drafts have been for the Packers. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, who who knows, right? But they're probably taking the kicker in the first round. Yeah. At this point, I mean, shit. Did yeah. Janikowski have a son? <laughs> oh man, I would buy that jersey. <laughs> Janny Jr. Oh man, he's out there, whether he knows it or not. Seabass uh, <laughs> got some floaters, okay. <laughs> Tyler, any thoughts? Oh uh, yeah, I like I actually like Juju to the 49ers. Okay. Um I think it's just another piece of the puzzle that Kyle Shanahan could like work into their offense really easily. Uh he's a tough guy. He likes to he, you know, was one of the top receivers going across the middle. He has no problem catching the ball and taking a big hit, and that's the exactly the type of guy that Kyle Shanahan is kind of building this team around. He has a lot of tough, strong kids that down there that just like enjoy contact you know brandon Ayuk or uh moster they all like to hit people mm-hmm. so i think juju fits into that system pretty easily who's the other receiver that i'm thinking of that it's uh Ayuk, but more established Debo samuel, uh, Debo samuel. samuel. That's never healthy right that, wow that'd be really interesting having those three guys <laughs> and moster in the back yeah, and, yeah, they're wow. almost, and they're almost completely interchangeable the three yeah. of them like in terms of their skill set so you could like line them all up anywhere you want to and they can all run the same things you know mm-hmm. it'd be a pretty interesting offense well, is Jimmy G throwing him the ball, though? No, he's going to hand it off to him on Mike. <laughs> All right, yeah. <laughs> that just kind of ruins everything for me. <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, those are some inter- inter- interesting spots for um, little Juju. Uh, let's see. Moving on to our next game here. Uh, oh, I'm getting some serious issues here. There we go. Moving on to our next uh, receiver, Corey Davis, previously of the Tennessee Titans. Um, up and down, you know, I mean, I feel like he just explodes and then he there's nowhere to be found. Kind of always been waiting for him to break out as a consistent fantasy uh, weapon. All the tools are there, it seems like, but just for some reason never really found consistency in Tennessee. Is there somewhere he might be able to land that uh, that would up his fantasy value? Uh, I think he needs to find a spot, kind of like what well, I was in Tennessee, where he's not the guy. He, you know, he needs to be a supporting piece to a number one. You know, be be a real good number two. I have um, I think a really good landing spot for him would be the Washington football team. They already got Scary Terry there. Who's clearly established, regardless of who his quarterback's been. Mm-hmm. You know, they, and they've had certainly a a swinging door of quarterbacks in there. Mm-hmm. And we don't know who's going to be this year at all. Maybe it's going to be Heineke. They did just re-sign him. But, yeah, I don't know. I think that you have the combination of Scary Terry, Chris Davis, Antonio Gibson in the backfield. That's a lot of weapons on this offense. It'd be pretty hard to scheme for. Yeah, for sure. Jay? Yeah, I like that one. I wrote down Green Bay again. Because <laughs> uh, anyone, just kind of like what Irby was saying, anyone who's like better as like a second fiddle type of guy, yeah. and he's not going to demand the most money because their track record isn't like the most impressive. It's prime picking for the Packers. Yeah, that's, it just it screams Packers to me because like we're talking dream destinations, right? And like, yeah. God, if the Packers just get another receiver, we're just going to beat that dead horse into the ground. Like whoever whoever it is that has any sort of like face value that eventually becomes the the wide receiver two in green bay it's going to be the most valuable wide receiver two in the whole <laughs> league yeah you know what i mean um it'll be interesting to see when if someday um there is a number two guy there that you're like yeah that's the number two dude you know 
Um, but for me, uh, for um, for Corey Davis, forgot what we were talking about there for a second. For me, I like um, uh, who did I like? I like oh, I like the um, I kind of like the Baltimore Ravens, even though Lamar's struggled throwing the ball to say the least. Um, I kind of like the big body, you know, big target type. Uh, receiver for for Lamar Jackson um, you know he's obviously loves to hit his tight end and I think um, the bigger more possession style type of receiver might be a better uh, pairing for him rather than uh, like a Hollywood Brown go deep type of player yeah. I, I just think the short route short to intermediate routes where they can position themselves you know and get open um, is, is a good combination for lamar jackson and and maybe free up hollywood brown a little bit downfield because right now outside of their tight end mark andrews i mean there's there's really no threat so i kind of like that fit um and i don't know the raiders were kind of a interesting team i i was thinking about you know get Derek carr another solid weapon uh, they got some cap space. Not a lot of, I mean, you did you did draft rugs, but again, Corey Davis is a different type of receiver. I kind of like the idea of him going to the Raiders. Um, right. I mean, Nelson Aguilar is a free agent, so he's not going to be back in Las Vegas more yeah. than likely. Um, so they'll need someone else to come in and pick up some of that production. Yeah. I think he could be a cheap kind of, you know, at least a threat on the outside to free up Waller. To free up rugs a little bit, you know, yeah. uh, more of a threat than Nelson Aguilar was, you know. Yeah. So. Ooh, don't talk, don't, don't talk Aguilar. <laughs> so okay, I, mean, I like that, and I, I wouldn't write Aguilar out of Las Vegas just yet. Gruden is, and Mayock love him. I think they're just testing the waters to see if anyone's going to pay him what he wants, and then maybe reach out to him on a on a cheaper deal. They do like him a lot. But Corey Davis is interesting. That'd be that'd be uh, I wouldn't be mad. I guess I wouldn't be mad as a Raiders <laughs> fan. I wouldn't be mad. Speaking of Nelson, then where do you where do you see him going? Do you see him going back to the Raiders? Yeah, easy take. I see him going back to the Raiders. He just uh, was too productive. Um, it, it's just a matter of how valuable he thinks he is now after that season. Do you like that for him? Like, would you be targeting Nelson Aguilar in drafts next year if he does go back to the Raiders? Hmm. Um, only as like a, a flex guy, like someone I would draft as the filling on a bye week. You know, one of those guys you'd be filling on your bench towards the end, and you hope they break out. And yeah, he, he probably won't be viable for fantasy, but he will be useful for them in their offense. So yeah, Aguilar, I'd say late round guy, and definitely not like a wide receiver one or two next year or anywhere he goes. Okay. He did double his yards per catch last year, though, from 9.3 to 18.7. Like I was saying <laughs> earlier, he was taking the top off of defenses. He was doing what we wanted Henry Brooks to do. So, I mean, I like what I see out of him. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I could see him staying in Las Vegas. Um, I actually have him going to Pittsburgh. Um, they're going to need a receiver because it sounds like Juju's probably gone. And I feel like Nelson Aguilar will probably come 
down in at less money than Juju will at this point, because um, there's more of a track record with Nelson not being, you know, he's had he's had one really productive season. Exactly. Where Juju's had multiple, so I think that's probably just where that comes down to. Yeah, I agree. I won't waste too much time on it because I don't think it'll be a very fantasy relevant. I mean, he'll he definitely will have some fantasy value next year, but I don't think he'll be a huge, you know, oh go out and get this guy or you know. No, he's a week-to-week flyer. Yeah. You might get him on that week where he gets 20-plus points, and you might get him on the week where he has four. Yeah. Yeah. So, moving on. Um, other receivers we want to talk about. I think Curtis Samuel is interesting. Um, I think if if in the right system, um, and maybe it gets a little bit more, you know, targets a little bit more share of of whatever team he ends up on on of targets i think he could really be a fantasy threat obviously a guy that can run the ball catch the ball good after the catch um anywhere in particular you guys like uh curtis samuel going i think you should stay home stay home that's yeah. third fiddle third fiddle uh-huh. yeah to who to christian McCaffrey? To dj moore and uh robbie anderson, anderson. Mm. Yeah, All right. I don't know if he's really playing third field to that much. I mean, he had 77 catches for 850 yards last year, which I think led them, except for maybe, maybe Robin Anderson had him beat, but it was definitely better than DJ Moore. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that was on 97 targets. He was catching everything. That's, you know, 78-plus percentage, mm-hmm. catch percentage right there. 13.3 fantasy points per game last year. You know, obviously he's not looking at his bank account, thinking about how many fantasy points he had per game, but... You know, he, he's definitely still producing with a pretty crowded uh, locker room. I actually do stand corrected. Both DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson both went over a thousand yards last year. Yeah, I was like, I don't, I don't, I yeah. think he was. I think, I'm pretty sure, yeah, you're right. I probably mixed up. I don't know. I think, he, I mean, sure, third field, maybe. Hey, shout out to Teddy Two Gloves for having 2,000 yard receivers. A guy, what, 800 plus? Yeah. I didn't even know he did that. Yeah, he bounces out. I mean, I don't know. Have we seen enough of Curtis Daniel be able to go in and be more productive on another team. I mean, Carolina's offense produced a lot of, you know, good players last year. Obviously, Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore. Mike Davis was great filling in for Christian McCaffrey. I mean, is he going to be able to go in, go anyplace else and have that kind of production even as even if he is the third fiddle there? Yeah, I see what you're saying. With, with McCaffrey back this year, it's going to definitely change, like, what they're doing offensively. Right. So his touches are going to go down. Yeah, so... Uh, I, I kind of like what you were saying earlier about the 49ers having like three similar type receivers. I mean, uh, Curtis Sam was not exactly like that guy, but he has another. He has another guy with a lot of speed to their offense, though. So. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that'd be a nice little fit there in the 49ers. What do you guys think of like the the Chargers for him? I mean, wouldn't he still be coming playing third field there too? Well, you got Keenan Allen and Keenan Mike Allen. Williams. They, oh, Mike they Williams. love Mike Williams. Yeah. I mean, the grand I mean, the one for thing for three games a year, yeah, they love him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Grant, the one thing that Curtis Samuel gives them that neither of those two guys guys do is speed. Yeah. Yeah, and they are going to be airing it out. Well, and that's what I and and he's definitely a different type of player than Mike Williams, obviously, and even even Keenan Allen, right? Keenan I mean, Allen's like a true like number one, but he's yeah. not he's not the fastest, right? He's not the strongest, but Ex- exceptional route runner though. Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> Jerry Rice. <clears throat> yeah, pretty much. Well, he's not as good, obviously. Okay. He's not Jerry. Type of, just... t- same type of player, sure. Just comes to mind, you know. Route running, body type, yeah. But 
Um, I, I kind of like the Chargers, man. Just another weapon on that team with uh, the old young gun, Herbstert, throwing him the ball, man. I, He's already been adopted to the Herbie family. <laughs> yeah. I, I really like Chargers landing. I really like him landing there, the Chargers. But what do you guys think about Marvin Jones? Do you think he's still going to be useful? Yeah. I mean, he's only 31. I mean, he's still pretty young. He's still, I bet you he still has three to four years of, like, real productive seasons. He kind of falls in that Nelson Aguilar type of tier for me. You know what I mean? Like, not going to be hugely impactful, I don't think. Yeah. Well, I got a little tidbit. Uh, he was third last year in contested catch rate, 65%, only behind Michael Thomas and Chris Godwin. I mean, obviously, this guy's still got the hands. Or does that just mean he can't get open? <laughs> Either way, he's It doesn't matter if he catches it. the ball. Yeah, he yeah. is catching I it. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Uh, let's move on to uh, tight end. Yep. Only really a couple guys right now to talk about. Um uh, of the big the big dog Johnny Smith, um, where do you guys like him landing? All right, well this is the the second of three steps to complete my New England <laughs> Patriots free agent dynasty. He needs to go to New England. Okay, he, he's obviously I think he is an all around tight end. He's uh, he was used a lot in uh, run blocking situations for Tennessee. He ended up kind of getting usurped his position um, by Anthony Berkser, I believe is his name. He's kind of an emerging guy. Took a lot of his snaps last year, a lot of his touches. But Yanu Smith, um, in his, uh, I think, four-year career, he's been targeted 171 times. He's dropped the ball two times. 114 catches on those 171 targets. So I think that kind of goes to show that um, the ball is not necessarily in the right place for him. So if they can find someone in New England to throw him the ball, Right in the bread basket, and he's going to be helping solidify their run game, so he'll be um, getting a lar- large percentage of the team snaps. Like, Yonah Smith, I think, would be great for New England. He would have a great year. Yeah. Um, I mean, New England's a great spot for, for any of our top tight ends. Um, I actually have our other tight end going to the Patriots, so I'll stay off of that. <laughs> but um, I think Yonah Smith would be a great match in Seattle. Uh, Seattle's been missing a top tight end since like the first two years of Jimmy Graham being there. Yeah. Um, and you know that would just make this offense even that much more explosive. They already have two thousand yard receivers, but there with DK and Tyler Lockett, just adding that to you know Russell sling the ball around the field would be would be huge for this offense. Yeah, that would be that would be an exciting spot for him and fantasy wise too. Um, for me, I kind of like the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, mostly because they have a ton of cap space, uh, so they could offer him the best deal probably out of anybody, and <clears throat> if they want to. And they're bringing in Trevor Lawrence, obviously um, top prospect QB, so hopefully we'll be able to get him the ball consistently and accurately. Um, there's really no one there. I, I believe they declined Tyler Eifert's option. They did, yeah. Uh, thank God. <laughs> Uh, old Tyler, I'm hurt, but um, so his only other uh, he doesn't really have any competition there. It would, I think, it's Josh Oliver's the next up tight end in Jacksonville, so he would automatically be the number one guy, um, and you know could really complete their receiving targets with Lavisca, DJ Shark, and then Johnny Smith, rounding them out. I kind of like that 
Landon spot. If, if all goes as planned in Jacksonville and they're a threatening offense, he could really, you know, uh, do good things for him at tight end. Would you guys say if Yana goes to New England or Seattle or to Jacksonville, he's going to be a top 10 tight end? Yeah. Fantasy? I mean, I mean he I think was, Seattle for sure, right? I think he's a top 10 tight end, period, if he gets used correctly. He should have been a top yeah. 10 tight end in Tennessee. He proved that he could be. Right. They just never gave him the ball. Well, and that's the thing is like, where's, you know, I like Jacksonville, but what if things don't work out with Trevor Lawrence or, you know, right. Urban Meyer is not what everyone hoped to be in the NFL. Like, there's a lot yeah. of variables. The thing is, I mean, the tight end position is so thin, it's not hard to be a top, tight, sure. top 10 tight end, you know? That's true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. If, if things are as expected in Jacksonville, I think, yeah, he could easily be a top 10 tight end if he went there. Yeah, I like the Jaguars. New England, it's um, like who's gonna throw him the ball? That's you know. Remember, we're getting there. Oh, <laughs> oh, I got the answer. <laughs> That's what we can get. I got the answer to your questions. <laughs> All right, uh, next tight end, and and the only other tight end we'll talk about, um, Hunter Henry. And probably, I don't know. Would you guys call him the top prospect over Johnny right now? No, I have Johnny number one because yeah. Johnny stays on the field. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, Hunter Henry, as talented as he is, that dude does not play enough snaps, yeah. period. Um, he's always hurt. And he doesn't get just, like, hurt, like, where he misses a game. He's, like, season-ending injuries, like, every year. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um. So, and for, but just, you know, for where he should go, for every reason Trey said about John New Smith going to New England, that's why I have Hunter Henry going there. Yeah. Um, I think Hunter Henry... Pr- I mean, they, they're both great fits in New England. But, again, whatever time that goes there, they get, you know, going back to when they had with when they had Gronk and uh, Hernandez, you know, they've been missing a solid tight end since they were both gone. And even the last year, Gronk in New England was not very productive at all because Gronk was hurt the entire time. Yeah. Um, I think he would immediately become the focal point of their passing game, um, regardless of who's throwing the ball. Even if it's a crappy quarterback – Crappy quarterbacks or young quarterbacks, they love throwing the ball to tight end. Mm-hmm. So Hunter Henry would be an easy pickup there and someone worth, you know, a flyer on in fantasy for sure as you can, you know, get him to stay healthy. Yeah, I um, I like the Buffalo Bills for me. Um, they don't have a tight end that is of any relevance right now. They relied heavily on their receivers last year. Receivers had a 70 5.2% target share uh, on all passes. So, and the tight ends only had 10.9%. And that's probably mostly due to not having a real threat at the position. Um, so, like Tyler says, if Hunter Henry can stay health, stays healthy, I think he could really fit into that offense as being that big body target. While, of course, you have the elite you know, receiver and Stephon Diggs on the outside. Um, they just released John Brown, so um, they they need a little bit of receiving help. But um, I kind of like that fit uh, there in Buffalo. Trey? Yeah, yeah, I like that one. It, it's that's decent. I I'm curious if that's their game plan though, is uh, to rely more on outside passing than their tight ends on the Bills. Uh, it clearly was last year. Right, <laughs> yeah. I wonder if that's their scheme that they're running or obviously if it's it a... It might just be personnel. Yeah. I think Hunter Henry, kind of we were talking about with, you know, between Seattle, Jacksonville, or New England, and if he goes to any of those teams, those are kind of like dream tight end destinations. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I, in person, I think Jacksonville is the most upside because I believe you know rookie quarterbacks. Yeah, just love their tight ends. It's just it's their security blanket, right? So, you know, I I'd, any of those three, you know, that's a toss up: Seattle, Jacksonville, or New England. I think another team to throw in the mix is Cincinnati. Uh, they only have Drew Sample there right now, and he's like a run blocking specialist. He showed some fl- like one flash last year, <laughs> and everyone rushed out to sign Drew Sample. So just imagine if Joey Burrow had a you know solid receiving tight end on that team, and I'm imagine if he it. had an offensive line. <laughs> I'm changing my take. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Joe Burrow. He's already established, man. We're gonna like you were saying. Are we just gonna hope that Trevor Lawrence yeah. is the savior that they say he is? Right. You know, he, this dude could be hot garbage. No one knows. But Joe Burrow, we know that guy's going to be a stud, so I like that. Yeah, it's just he needs offensive line help, you know. So, but that's right. You know, coming in the draft, maybe that comes in the draft, and they pick up, you know, even John U. or or Hunter um, in free agency. I think they have space, right? I hope to God they have. The space. Yeah, they they should. Um, I know that. Um, I mean, they've released. Yeah, they, people. they have plenty of cap space. Yeah. And you know, they have some guys they want to try to re-sign, um, like Carl Lawson. I think the most of their face they're going to focus defense, on is on right? defense. Yeah, yeah. corners. Uh, I think they'll focus off on offense in the draft. Yep. Um, yeah, cool. Uh, let's move on to our, our final position, the quarterback position. Um, I guess Trey has been waiting all show to talk about <laughs> with this one guy, so maybe I should let him announce it and, and – and complete his evil plan to for the Patriots to reconquer the earth and All right. defend your, their your, dynasty. I love your comparison. Yeah, well, okay, now, hey, the comparison gets deep. You got tinfoil. I see Harvard in the notes, so I know he went deep into this. This is a warning. If you got tinfoil, pause it right now. Go to the kitchen, make a hat, come back. I got you. Put your tinfoil hat on. We're going deep conspiracy, okay? Fitzmagic, completing the New England. Free agent dynasty, third piece. Okay, so we already got on New England. We got Yannou Smith at tight end now. We got Kenny Galladay at receiver. Nikhil Harry sitting back there. They have five running backs. Some of them, I don't know. No one knows what they're doing. They're all apparently good, right? <laughs> so we got Fitzmagic, 38 years old. We know he is, everybody loves him. Fitzmagic is great. He's coming out of Harvard. We know he's smart. So he's going to learn Bill's system easily, hopefully, right? And the more I look into it, the more I com- I'm comparing him to Rich Gannon, okay? For, you know, Rich former, Rich, Richie man. Rich, former MVP journeyman, okay? Rich Shot Gannon didn't... Gannon, man? Yeah, Gannon the Cannon. Put some respect <laughs> on his name. He didn't start solidifying his stats and really slinging it until he was 34 years old. Then he won the MVP at 37. Fitzmagic's 38, all right? And now we're going to get real deep, okay? Put the hats on. We're getting deep here, folks, I'm telling you. All right, career gains played. Fitzpatrick, 165. Rich Gannon, 157. Completion percentage, Fitzpatrick, 60.7. Gannon, 60.2. Yards per attempt, Fitzpatrick, 6.9. Gannon, 6.8. Career rushing touchdowns, 21. Yards per attempt, both of them, 21. Yeah, rushing touchdowns. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, it's all part of the three. It's all part of the three. All all coming together. Everything's falling into place, okay? All right. Now, and this is this is where we're getting into it. Fitzpatrick is he's going to complete the Gannon timeline here. He's going to win MVP this year on the Patriots. Oh 
What are the odds on Fitzpatrick winning MVP next year? Wins MVP. We Plus know he can sling it, dude. I, I just, this is my number one dream destination on the whole free agent list. Fitz Magic to the Patriots, man. Okay? Rich Gannon 2.0. Honestly, it would be really cool and entertaining to see the see Bill bring in Fitzpatrick, Fitzpatrick, and uh, in a and all the weapons you're talking about, and just make a run at it, dude. With old so fun. Just see what the fuck happens. I mean, it's better than. I mean, I feel like you have a better shot with old Fitzy than you do Cam, right? At least one has a shoulder no, left. Out of all the free the agent quarterbacks, it's the only one you have a chance with. I'm telling you, he's the one you want. That old journeyman. Just bring him on for a, a couple mil, and sign some of those those weapons, and and make a run at it, man. Why not? Oh, Bill, see what you got, dude. Check those odds, folks. Would that, would that prove that Bill is the greatest all the time or better than Brady, at least? Would that do if it for he, you? If, <laughs> if you brought on Fitz Magic if they and a couple a, weapons. What a Super Bowl? Well, here's the icing on the cake. Super Bowl. The icing on the cake is how do you get people to quit hating the Patriots? You put the most lovable man in the NFL on their team. Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> all right. Um... Yeah, I'm, I can't even find an MVP odds for, for Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> no one has that. No book no in the world that. has yeah. that listed on their site. Right yeah, now. I mean, uh, Caesar's going uh, 20, maybe 30 deep here. They don't have a number. And Devontae Adams at the bottom of that list is plus 10,000. So, wow. 100,000 for Fitzpatrick? I don't know. Uh, Fitzpatrick will get it before Devontae Adams will. <laughs> I love Devontae Adams. Oh man! All right, I mean, sure. I mean, why not that Fitzpatrick I'm doing this? Yeah, I'm, I'm sticking with that. Why not too. sell you? Go order a I'm custom sold. Fitzpatrick jersey on NFL.com from the Patriots. Get ahead of the curve. I'm completely sold. Like, where else would he even go? You know, I mean, nowhere I else makes sense anymore. <laughs> That's the only think, thing that makes sense. I, I, well, I don't think he's trying to be a starter. <laughs> is the thing. I don't think he cares if he's gonna be a, be a starter. If he can compete, yeah. sure. You think he's not hurt after what happened last year? No. I mean, sure, I'm sure he's he's still he's still a competitor, right? I mean, he's an athlete. That's what I'm saying. He has to be hurt. He, I think, he wants to come out and just. I mean, he was slinging the ball around last year. I think he'd come out and sling it better than old Cammy Newton. I forgot. On top of the icing on the he cake, Cammy here, in fantasy. Dude. Here's the candles on the cake. Who pissed him off? The Dolphins, division rival. Boom. <laughs> just go, yeah, just go destroy them. Whoop on the bit. Dolphins twice a year. Partner up with old Uncle Bill and take over the world dude oh man i'm i'm gonna start a a, a fits anon page like QAnon, and we're going deep <laughs> conspiracy are there any other targets uh that you would like to see fits magic go to tyler or is that it i mean i think that's like the only place he could realistically compete for a starting gig so i guess not really He's not going to compete. He's just going to come in and take the job. It's already done. <laughs> it's done. I think, honestly, I think that he's more likely to go and be like a backup to Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville than he is playing in New England. But hey, why not, right? A disrespect. Well, I mean, would you rather have Fitzmagic or Jimmy Garoppolo? Fitzmagic. Throwing Debo and a uke in the ball. A <laughs> uke in. What's that sound like? Oh. It's magic. I'd rather if it's magic. You know. I'd rather if it's magic. You know? What about the Washington football team with Tyler Heineke? Yeah, you're there. Or Taylor. Taylor? Taylor. 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 
He could. I mean, there's not very. I just don't. I, I don't know if I see him coming out week one as a starter for anything. Yeah, I did like the way he looked in that game, though. Wait, he played um, how many games did he played for him last year? Fitz? No, uh, Heineke. Two, oh, I think. Yeah, he looks pretty decent for being a journeyman well, guy. That's why they gave him a contract. Yeah, yeah. he played oh. his ass off. Okay, that journeyman can get a contract, but yeah. Fitz Magic can't. Come on. Well, the, that, I mean, Fitz Magic's been getting contracts. Yeah, <laughs> he's thirty-eight. He's been leaving for a long time. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not money that's an issue for him. I I just think he just wants to keep playing because what you know. I guess I don't know. I mean, I think he could really, honestly, make a little run with the with a team that's the right fit. But he's the type of guy that's just going to come in and and kind of like Philip Rivers, man, just let it all out there and not give a damn what happens, like good or bad. You know, he's moving on. Like, so I don't know. I mean, okay. I mean, if we're in the Washington team, is I actually like more than New England. Yeah. In terms of like trying to make a run with them. Well, because... they already have weapons there, right? Exactly. They yeah. have an Washington has a line. has a better team than New England does at this point. Yeah. Yep. So if you're gonna make a run, like it's not gonna be New England. Yeah. But theoretically, my New England team. And would, yes, your dynasty would be, would be better than the Washington football. Well, team. Well, and and honestly, they bring him into Washington and they let him compete. Yeah, him and Taylor Heineke, and just see who wins the job. Can you not say Heineke without like a Minnesota accent? <laughs> Heineke. 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 Zero, zero. <laughs> Any other quarterbacks you want to talk about? Winston. I, I think we should bring up Winston and Trubisky just out of curiosity, honestly. Like, Jameis Winston, do you think he's going to stay in the Saints? If Drew Brees is active guard, I think yes, Jameis Winston stays. It depends on. What kind of deal Jameis Winston is willing to take? Because the Saints have no money, so yeah, they're second that. to last, right? So if he wants a normal second string quarterback type of contract, you're talking what, like at least fifteen million a year for backup QBs? I'm pretty sure. For, so for someone uh, Jameis's ilk, yeah. So he's. I don't think he's going to take another million dollar contract. What about the Washington Football Team, yeah. Yeah. Keeping it down to Scary Terry, you know? And yeah. the man had LASIK. We don't even know. Like, <laughs> yeah, it sounds so dumb, but. Could be you a know. goat. I know. <laughs> My cousin had LASIK and it changed his life. Yeah. Like, it must not have been that. He must have not had that bad of vision, you know, for it to affect. Because it, you know. If you're blind, you're you're blind, man. Like, <laughs> I can't see anything without my glasses. I'm not going to go out there and try to play football unless he's just 30 dumb. interceptions. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know, man. NFL's only 30-30, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the Washington football team would be interesting. Um, I just would like to see him get a good shot somewhere. I, I'm rooting for Jameis. I would like to see him do good somewhere. I don't know why. I just... It's a good redemption story, I, I guess. I, I mean, unless he's willing to take, a, you know, a super team-friendly deal again, I don't think he's going to go back to the Saints. Yeah, uh, I know he. I know it's been thrown around uh, Pittsburgh with him. Um, I know they don't have the greatest sense. cap system, yeah. but like, you know, you sign him to a sign him to a three-year deal, make it super backloaded, so you can so it's easy to cut him if you need to. Yeah. Um, and because obviously, we I think everyone knows Ben's. This is his last year. Right. So, I mean, James Winston to Pittsburgh, I think, would, would work well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that one. Okay, well, what about Trubisky? Do you think he's going to be relevant at all? I if he stays in Chicago, do you think? No. I don't think he can be relevant anywhere. No. Trubisky's yeah. a garbage quarterback. Yeah, he's just bad, man. 
Like, he's been bad from the get go. Like, someone will probably give him a, a deal because they're like, "Oh, he was a first round talent." Blah, blah, yeah, blah, blah. But well, like to some people, he was a first round talent. Well, yeah. to the <laughs> Chicago, and that was probably it. Yeah, I mean, it's been well documented how much you know they kick themselves in the ass for taking Trubisky over Mahomes and Watson. Yeah, thank. <laughs> and as a Packer fan, all I got to say is thank you. <laughs> yeah, if the if the Bears draft you, it probably means they're not that good. <laughs> yeah, if I just look in the mirror. I just have to remember the Bears have been looking for a quarterback for seventy years. Yeah, they've had a decent quarterback time. since Sid Luckman. Yeah, and you know you have one asterisk here at with uh, Jim McMahon in '85. Sid Luckman, isn't that like a lawyer from a movie or something? That sounds like a, like a lawyer commercial. Yeah, seventy years search, and what they do? They took the guy that played ten games at North Carolina at a basketball school. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's on them, dog. Not on us. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they got to sleep with. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't care about Mr. Bisky at all. I. I don't see any relevance. No, he's he's trash. Like, yeah. there's. I don't have any way. Wait, but yeah, I'm gonna say trash just because I think that's the nicest way I can put it. Yep. So. Well, well, so to cap it off, like what I just want to really, really emphasize. Ryan Rich Gannon. Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> Ryan Rich Gannon. Ryan Rich Gannon. It's like four different people. All right. Oh. Ryan Rich Gannon to the Patriots. Lock her in. Lock her in. <laughs> it's a Trey Jose guarantee right there. It Lock is. it in, man. Well, that's going to be the show. Check us out on our socials, the Fantasy Football Fathers. Um, we'll be coming out with some more episodes, talking about rookies in the upcoming draft. So make sure you holler at us. Yep, check out our Twitter. It's at the underscore FF underscore fathers. Holler at us. <laughs>